Grab your popcorn, grab your decapitated head, get your butter, get your bag of blood. This is the 2022 edition of the 31 Days of Dread, where Peter A. DeLuca, a.k.a. Pad, your boy here, the film buff, does one horror movie a day. And that's me talking. I'm your host. I'm not a vampire. I'm not. I'm, I'm almost a zombie because I've just been doing nothing but watching these movies so I can discuss them all with you. But here it is, the 31 Days of Dread. Everyone, I am so excited to bring you these movies. We're, we're doing modern-day horror for the first time ever. We're, we're barely even going to hit 2021. We're going to focus on 2022. So roll over in that coffin and let's go. Welcome to another installment. If you haven't heard that intro, 31 Days of Dread. I'm your host, Peter A. DeLuca, a.k.a. The Film Buff. Also known as Acapad, aka Pad, another known as Peter A. DeLuca. Let's just get through that. 100 milli, that's our budget for this movie. We, we, we haven't spoke budget in quite a few quite a few turns of the 31 Days of Dread 2022 Year 6 edition. Why is that? Because it's less and less reported. Uh, how about that for a shock? The money spent on film for our content is less reported as the streaming wars go on now is that a conspiracy is that a a unintended consequence do people just not care is that everything who knows what i'm saying is we know how much we spent for this movie day shift starring jamie fox snoop dogg Directed by J.J. Perry. He's a, a stunt guy. And you're like, wow, stunt guy? What's he doing? Well, I don't know. Some stunt guys directed Deadpool 2 and John Wick. Atomic Blonde. Terminator Salvation. These stunt guys get it. They really do. Uh, there, there must have been a secret cabal of stunt coordinators and professionals throughout the years. That have just been waiting for their time. Uh, big shout out to to uh, Scott Atkins who's in this. Because holy crap I absolutely love Scott Atkins. I love him. Scott, hey, I'm happy he hasn't become huge. Uh, he's like a, uh, you know, he's almost like a, uh, like a cinephile or like a, a, a film buffs dude. He is the film buffs dude. Uh, I do like that he's under the radar. I believe it preserves his name, his work, and his, uh, yeah, we'll say it, legacy. He's looking more jacked than ever, by the way. But we have, we have another definition of our mission statement this year. Uh, not, not, not so much mission statement. Uh, definition, right? It's all going to run through horror for the foreseeable future. And the 2022 31 Days of Dread is about looking at what we have immediately. And you guys can kind of see the trend. Every single film that I sit down and, and speak to all of you about, every single one has... They're pretty much first-time filmmakers. Now, some of them have a history, like in this case, stunts so like you know like a film set's not a mystery or the film process isn't a complete mystery 
some of, some of these individuals are TV or uh, you know show directors. That's cool, but yeah, you know, feature film is a it's a, it's a different beast. It's it's uh, more impossible to tame, and it's more impressive when it's uh, controlled. So just seeing so many first timers, if if you if you want to call them that, so many of these first timers do the impossible. They are coming out of the gate, controlling a hundred million dollar like business, a hundred million dollar army, and they're they're making it look like it's a hundred million dollars, which is okay. That's fine by me. If a hundred million dollar movie looks like it's a hundred million dollar movie, fine by me. Uh, I I kind of, if I were to guess, I would have said one twenty though. Like that's where uh, I would have put this movie. So what's what's the plot? Day shift is simple. Jamie Foxx, down and out dude, struggling to make a little bit of a uh, of a nut, try, trying to make his name in the world. He keeps his day job from everyone he knows outside of the people he works with. And his day job is hunting va- uh, vampires during the day. He sells their fangs. He needs some money. Uh, he's got a strange wife. She's moving out of town. He needs money for the kids' tuition to keep the house, to keep everyone. He just needs money. And we get that plight in him. So Jamie Foxx really gave us two brand new amazing franchises everything sequel worthy and and i say franchises because day shifts worthy of a novel series a comic book series a cartoon series a film series and so is project power he's doing the impossible at this point he's he's giving us fresh takes fresh ideas of genres that are you know supposedly you know they're tired vampire genre tired but he's giving us these fresh takes. That's that's his, that's what he's supposed to do uh, as as a name on on top of a movie in front of a movie. That's uh, his sign off on you know everything bef- before it goes into production. Everything you know, Jamie Foxx's fingerprints are, are all over these projects, and you give him a ton of credit. Dave Franco, James Franco's brother. Uh, God, I love this family. I love James. Uh, I have his art books. I have his poetry book, uh, Palo Alto. I I've read it. The movie. I mean, I, I his brother's a fantastic director. Uh, a unfortunate response to getting canceled. Um, you know, but whatever. I mean, uh, it's I I don't want to say that's the world we live in. As if I I accept it because I don't. But Dave Franco is is equally. Fun and talented. Uh, he's looking pretty jacked in this movie too. Jamie Foxx just looks. I mean, Jamie Foxx's forearms in this movie alone deserve, uh, you know, co-credit. But yeah, we we have a amazing film, a amazing entry into action horror. We have a a vampire hunting movie as cool as Blade. Finally, Dust Till Dawn came close. John Carpenter's Vampires gave it a shot. I'm forgetting. I know I'm forgetting quite a few. But it's it really hasn't been there in a long time. Day Shift is 1,000% C-double-O-L. It's worth your time. It's worth your effort. It's two hours. I think you'll be happy. 
you will be. <laughs> will this film make you happy? Will this film want you to want more? Yes. Will this film keep you like on your butt? Will it keep you glued? Will it? Uh, is there a little bit of that that disappointment or that dopamine disappointment when something ends? You know, just like how uh, you know, crackheads high runs runs out, and, and you want more. Yes, yes, you want more. When Netflix throws up those thumbnails at the end of this movie, you want more. You do. Uh, I think this movie's funny. Uh, the action is a thousand percent there. The angle on the vampires. There's a hierarchy to the vampires. Uh, everything is there. Everything is explained. I I feel like this movie does for vampires what John Wick did for like assassin movies or what Army of the Dead did for zombies. Uh, the tears are there. It's all explained. Uh, yeah, like rocking and rolling. Uh, I cannot recommend this movie enough. I absolutely love it. Uh, going to watch it again. But coming up next is Barbarian that just dropped on HBO Max. And yeah, we we have a different take on that. I'm sorry, we have a different take. So let's get to it. Fuck the future of film is horror, and thanks for uh, thanks for all of that, everyone. Thanks for hanging out with me. Getting back to uh, my, my, my point there. The future is horror. The future of cinema is horror. So everyone here, and I've never, ever, in, in all these years, I've never made this request. But everyone that we highlight, every single filmmaker, male, female, ghoul, goblin, you, got, you know the drill. But check them out. Find them on a streaming platform. I usually highlight how I watch these movies on which platform, even if I rented it or bought it, so you guys know a little bit of the price range. It's important that we support all of these movies and all of these filmmakers because they are the future. The future is horror. Thanks for hanging out.